This is the Funville Nine, driven by AAA, the official podcast of the Richmond Flying Squirrels. Here's your host, Trey Wilson. Hello and welcome to today's Flying Squirrels Funville Nine podcast. On today's episode, hear a conversation that I had with Flying Squirrels pitcher Mason Black. We got a chance to sit down last week while the team was up in Erie, Pennsylvania. Black is now in his first season at AA, playing his second professional season overall, picked up by the Giants in the draft back in 2021. And we talked about his journey through baseball, growing up in Scranton, Pennsylvania area, and coming up here and playing in the Eastern League this year, plus a whole lot more. Here's my conversation with Flying Squirrels pitcher Mason Black. On today's pregame conversation, we're sitting down with Flying Squirrels pitcher Mason Black, who's in his first double-A season, second professional season, because uh, you, you didn't get to play out of the draft in 2021. So a quick climb up to double-A. How are you settling into your time in double-A so far, especially with uh, such a small number of starts under your belt before you got here? Definitely settling in. It's a lot. It's very nice to be back on the East Coast, so obviously that helps out. And, I mean, I can't say enough good things about the front office in Richmond as well as the team here. Like, really enjoying my time in Richmond this far. Yeah, back on the East Coast, uh, we definitely hear that a lot from the guys coming up through the Giants system or from the East Coast because every other affiliate, the way that things are structured now, is on the West Coast. You have the complex in Arizona, uh, low A, San Jose, high A's in Eugene, eventually AAA for y'all will be in Sacramento, and, of course, the Giants are are in San Francisco. So there aren't a lot of chances to play professional baseball on the East Coast if you're a Giants minor leaguer. So knowing that double A was a possibility coming into this year, when you're heading out to Arizona, were you excited knowing that when camp broke in April, I'm going to get a chance to have some family and friends come see me play, and I'm going to be back in a little bit more familiar climate? (laughs) Well, honestly, going into spring training, didn't really know where I was going to end up and didn't try to think too much about that because you can definitely think your way into a dark place doing that. But, I mean, the, the optimism that I would end up here was definitely a very heartwarming feeling, and I'm just excited to be back here. I mean, my dad and mom were at the first start here in Richmond, so it's always, it's always good to get to see the family. Growing up in Scranton, Pennsylvania, we're in Pennsylvania now, but we talked about this during your start. Uh, when everybody hears this, it'll probably be when we're back in Richmond. We're talking in Erie just for the sake of transparency, and uh, we were talking about it on the air, and you know, this is your home state, but man, we're so far over that Richmond's almost as far as Erie is from Scranton, but at least all the teams now are, are kind of within striking distance. So, uh, Next week, when everybody hears this, the Squirrels will be heading up to Binghamton. That's a quick shot, maybe an hour, hour and a half from home. Uh, Do you think you're anticipating a pretty full pass list that week? I I think so. We'll see what ends up being the... uh the case but my mom and dad have talked about getting a party bus in the past so (laughs) we'll see if that's going to end up happening here i know my brother is playing in his conference tournament right around that time so not sure who's going to make it up but regardless it'll be nice i'll definitely have some friendly faces in, in the audience there so growing up in northeast pennsylvania uh obviously it's a cold weather place it's a tough place to get reps growing up playing baseball uh, outside of the the summer months, whereas some people that grow up down south or on the west coast, they can play all twelve months. So, what was your baseball experience like growing up? Was it just kind of like just playing during the, during the spring and summer, or did you have a way to get involved with the game all year? Uh, I definitely took more of the uh, the northeast approach, if you will. Just you know, spring ball rolls around. It's usually still snowy up until March, so we would try our best to get outside on the football field in high school, and then um, just like play as much as we can early March throughout the whole spring, summer, and then we'd have fall ball travel tournaments that stick around. And then 
I, I kind of liked it, honestly, because it allowed you to focus like four to five months on just getting in the gym when you were younger. So that really helped. And then I went to Lehigh, which wasn't too much farther south than Scranton. So had that similar experience. But obviously at Lehigh, we got to take our trip south and get some good baseball in down there. When you were growing up, were you uh, focused on pitching? Did you kind of play all over the fields? Uh, did you have a defensive spot outside of pitching? <laughs> Well, my, my dad didn't let me just focus on one position. Uh, thank you, Coach Black, for that. <laughs> so I, I played everywhere in Little League, and then high school came around. I was a catcher for most of my younger years there up until, like, sophomore, junior year. And then I just could not hit it worth anything. So they put me on a mound, and, like, thankfully that stuck. Well, after high school, you mentioned a minute ago, heading off to Lehigh, pretty close to home. Uh, and uh, what was it that led you to, to going to Lehigh to pursue your, your collegiate academic career as well as your, your athletic career? Uh, I guess first and foremost would be just the people that I got to talk to that went to Lehigh. One of my buddies, Bucky Schwab and Jake Kamansky are two guys that I kind of leaned on in the recruiting process, and they both went to Lehigh. Couldn't say enough good things about them and the program, so that kind of drew me in, drew my interest, and then obviously the engineering school is a big part of Lehigh, and that's eventually what I wanted to end up doing, so I stuck with that and made the decision pretty easy. Yeah, engineering, and then I've read that your hopes for after that were to go to medical school. What was your thought there? I mean, obviously, baseball's working out well right now, and it's, it's keep that path going as long as possible for the next 20, 30 years, but what was the, the medical school, I guess, backup plan? Uh, yeah, it's a good backup plan, I guess. But I mean, my hopes right now are to take that degree and just put it on a wall and never have to use it. Uh, I think medical school is kind of out of the cards for right now, but I guess we'll see um, what happens in the future. But initially, like I wanted to go into orthopedic surgery and just see where that would take me in life. Um, I did pretty well in school, so kept, uh, kept that door open. But thank God baseball worked out because this is so much cooler. So from Lehigh, the Patriot League is a pretty good baseball league, and then you spent some time in the Cape, uh, just pretty widely regarded as the top uh, summer ball league for college players, top wood bat summer league. That gave you a little bit of a preview of some of the guys that you were going to be seeing here, some teammates, some opponents. Uh, what, was your, what was your time in the Cape like? Honestly, going in, I didn't know what to expect. Uh, freshman year at Lehigh, I had some bad luck with sickness slash ailments, so... Um, really didn't know what to expect going into the Cape summer and then obviously did pretty well and that helped out and just kind of got my confidence up and played with like Auerbach and um, we're playing against Gage Workman right now this week. He was another one of my summer ball teammates up there. So it's cool to see things come full circle and you got to realize the baseball community is pretty small. It definitely is. It's hard to start to make trips around the league and not see guys that you've come across at some point uh, even on our side it gets it gets pretty small which means the reputations get around pretty quickly too so you got to be on your best behavior That's but right. uh, uh so from lehigh the giants pick you up in the draft uh how how were you feeling heading into that draft did you have a good idea of of some teams that might be interested in you uh did you have a good idea that you were going to be taken around where you were taken or was it just kind of buckling up and waiting to see where things fell <laughs> i kind of let uh my agent handle that stuff because he knows way more than i do about it so thank god i had that uh that kind of peace of mind in in the back of my head and uh it was going into the draft. You, you obviously kind of have an idea of where you're going to go, but there's nothing like like when you hear your name, that sense of relief and happiness that, you know, not only you feel, but your whole family and everyone that's surrounded around you. And the Giants end up selecting you. What was the reaction from the family, friends, and everybody when when uh, you realized you were going to be a San Francisco Giant? It was awesome. My uh, 
my agent had called me like the pick prior and said, you just popped, um, take a look at the TV. And as I turn, I look at the TV and there goes my name. And my mom had her back to the TV, so she had no idea who I even got picked by. So there's a video out there of her giving me a big hug. And in that <laughs> video, she asks me, what team was it? And then that's just like from there, it was like tears, joy, happiness, everyone. My brother was there, family, all my good friends. So it was, it was a special moment. Definitely going to remember it for a while. Your mom runs a restaurant, right? Uh, tell me about that spot out near Scranton. <laughs> That's actually where the draft party was. So uh, she owns a little breakfast and lunch place um, up near Scranton in Peckville, PA. And uh, they also have a bakery side, which I honestly abuse when I get home. <laughs> and uh, I'm probably, my, between my brother and I, we've eaten hundreds of dollars out of that place. So I'm sorry, Mom. <laughs> but uh, yeah, it's, it's a cool little spot. Hoping I get to make a trip down there when we head up to Binghamton. Yeah, it's, we'd like to try to swing down through there if we can't do it. My favorite type of food on the planet is breakfast food. So that sounds right up my alley. If it's not this Binghamton trip, I pass through Scranton area sometimes. We're going to have to make sure to put that on the detour list. Um, so last year, first professional season actually on the field, didn't pitch after after the draft, which is pretty common for a lot of college arms who've thrown a lot of innings and things like that that year. But uh, the Giants challenged you right off the bat, kind of advancing you along through both the A levels in that first uh, professional season. You know, nothing, nothing. Uh, that's that's not too uncommon these days, but it's not the 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 most common thing that you see. Uh, getting that challenge right out of the gate. Uh, did you expect to see that kind of movement in your first year pitching in the professional level, or uh, was it a little bit of a surprise that things were falling the way they were falling? It was it was a bit of a surprise. Obviously, every time you go out there, you try to do well and and perform to the fullest of your abilities. But at that point, I didn't know anything about the call-up situation or anything. Like, I had no clue how any of that stuff works. So tried to, similar to spring training, just put it far away from my thoughts and just go out there and compete. Well, we're excited to get to see you work here in Richmond this year. Uh, it's been it's been a joy to get to watch you pitch so far this year. All these starters in general, we've, we have a pretty good cast of characters and arms on this <laughs> Richmond team in the rotation and the bullpen. There's some players who are new to the organization. There are some players who are who have come up through the organization, some guys that you spent some time with in Eugene. But it seems like a pretty tight-knit, good group of guys, especially with the pitching staff that you all are part of. Uh, what are your thoughts about this group this year? <laughs> Couldn't say enough good things. We have like you said a lot of characters and great personalities that that just mesh well together so it's exciting and just loving every aspect of this team we got so far well thank you for taking some time to chat uh getting a chance for the fans in richmond to get to know you now that you're about a month and some change into your time with the flying squirrels and uh, we look forward to seeing you take the mound let's see when people hear this it'll probably be sometime this week against akron or they might hear it before you got against binghamton either way uh looking forward to seeing you take the mound in the next few days good stuff thank you trey appreciate it